Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first Pro Box. That's $12.50. <laughs> For a almost $50 value of baits in this box. Uh, everybody, how you doing? Welcome back to Ike Live. Thanks for hanging in there with us. The night is just going to get better. We got another hour for you, and it's going to be a mega hour of champions and winners and dramatic stories. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Uh, once again, please, we want to hear from you. Hit us up on our IM board, instant messaging right there next to your screen. Also, follow us on social media at Ike Live Show, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And for everybody watching on Facebook tonight on the Ike Live account, please leave your comments there as well. What's up, Brian DeCarpenter? Just checking the show out. Just checking the show out. Okay. Um, we're going to get on the Skype here in a second a winner from the recent BASS event in Mississippi. On Ross Burnett. I got to tell you, I fished it. It was uh, a challenging tournament from a lot of perspectives, from the fishing to the weather. It was a grind. And we've got, uh, you know, a guy on that in his rookie season, um, you know, beat the best. And, and it's a great story. I can really relate to it. I won my rookie season and beat. Rick Clun, who came in second on Lake Champlain, mm-hmm. uh, and we're gonna we're gonna ask Dustin about beating Kevin Van Dam, one of the wow. best in the sport, the big gorilla, uh, in his first Elite win. It was pretty mm-hmm. impressive. We've got him on right now, Bry. Is that right? Okay, we do. We're gonna find out where he's at and joining us now via Skype, the winner of Ross Burnett Elite Event, Dustin Canal. Dustin, what's going on? How you doing tonight? I'm doing good, man. How are y'all doing? Pretty good. Are you at home? Are you still on the road, or where are you at? I am. I'm here in Clanton, Alabama. He right talks like a normal person. <laughs> so, uh, just hanging out here, man. Getting. Uh, I'm actually getting ready to leave Friday for Sam Raver. Okay, good. Now, I, I, I asked everybody this fresh off a of win. Here we are. We're a little over a week later. Has it set in yet? I still see a little bit of grin on your yes, face. Yes, it, it kind of has. You know, it's, it's one of them deals. Uh, you know, I got home and man, I was so tired. And I mean, I, you already know. I mean, you, you fish for seven days straight, and then you get home and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm still give out. You know, mentally and physically. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's starting to set in. Like today, matter of fact, I was out there fishing with my brother on uh, a local lake we got here, Lake Mitchell. And dude, there was like. 10 ski boats riding by and everybody who went by was like good job congrats (laughs) yeah that that, that's awesome now i know a lot of our viewers and listeners remember we had you on after you won the alabama river and so it's great to have you back on is it a different feeling to win an open and win an elite is is there a different feeling or is it the same kind of kind of victory you know for, for you mentally it's uh it's it's totally different you know uh, and man you know when i won that open i couldn't hardly talk because you know it's one of them deals you work so hard you know in your fishing career and finally you get that one big win that you needed and uh i don't know man the, the 
the, this past win, though, uh, at that level, I mean, dude, I've been watching Bassmaster since I was nine years old, you know. And yeah. I'm standing on stage with Kevin Van Dam, and it's it's uh, it's crazy, man. But, uh, yes, it's a very big difference for yeah. sure. Yeah, well, it's it was an awesome win, you know. And of, of course, you know when you don't, we talk about this before on our show. When you don't make the cut, you know, and I I didn't, I I didn't even make Saturday. I got booted a little early, and I got to watch it live on Saturday, and then on Sunday, it was it was exciting, and and it was a challenge. Uh, we got a lot of a lot of people right now that live in that area, and they're like, man, Ross Burnett's a mud hole. That place is a mud hole. But you really dialed in. Talk, talk a little bit about how you found them in practice and then what materialized during the tournament. Uh, well, you said two words right then that really I kind of go by. And uh, actually, not many people know this, but on my front graph, I've got right there on my HDS-12, I have a little sticker that goes all across the bottom. It says three words. It says, get dialed in. And that's that's what these guys do. I mean, you yeah. know you're one of the best out there for sure. And these guys get dialed in. They, at all times, they're going down the bank. They're looking. They're looking on the bank. All right, I got two birds here. They're, they're at the mouth of a creek. You know, you're sitting there always. Your mind's running. But uh, I'll tell you how I ran through my practice. Well, actually, pre-practice. Um, this time of year, especially on the Alabama River, I fish the Coosa River, the Alabama River. So when them fish spawn out, they get out of those pockets. And, dude, it's like a magnet for a lot of guys. They they got to go in the back of the pocket. They got to go back there. They, they got to go throw yeah. the frog. Yeah. And, you know, it, it draws you in because you see all those pads. You see all that shallow stuff in the back, but they get out of that, especially here. So, uh, you know, it's it's – I went there and I said, I'm, I'm going to fish this tournament the way I want to. And uh, so I ran up the river. I saw a lot of things that I liked. And I went back and I pulled up in practice and there was a shad spawn. So I pulled up, I swam a jig. I caught three or four good ones. And then I caught a four pounder. And then I caught one about five and a half. And I went, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you know that feeling? Yeah, I do know that feeling. Yeah. Oh, can it be? Can it be? You know, my practice went down. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'll tell you the thing that I I noticed that I saw and and and, and again when you when I fit you know I fished against you so I know is the further I got up that river and the more that I lost backwater the less confidence I had, you know, and I stopped on a couple main drags of river, a couple bends, and I just didn't get that bite to give me the sign. But as I watched the live and saw kind of what you were dialed into and saw that you didn't have that pressure that a lot of the guys had, you, you kind of had that deal to yourself, man, that is like the perfect scenario. It's the perfect storm to win a tournament. Yeah. Pete, you know what I'm talking about. When you get dialed into something and you're alone. And you don't see anybody. And you're doing it yourself. Mm-hmm. God, that's a good th- did, did that make you feel good? It had to, going into the third and fourth day. Yeah, that's, uh, well, it's one of them things where uh, I'll tell you how this kind of went down. And uh, I was sitting there talking to Greg Hackney. Uh, it was the last day of practice i got off the water at like 12 o'clock 
and I go over and I see Jacob Prosnick and Greg sitting there tying on. And we were kind of, you know how it is. You're kind of feeling out how everybody's catching. Yeah. Them and just kind of, hey, are they biting and stuff like that. So I just kind of filled out Greg a little bit. And was like, uh, I was like, Greg, I, I said, I figured I'd see you up that river. And he said, I saw you. I said, huh? I said, I didn't ever see you. He said, I, I see everything. I was like, yeah, I know it. <laughs> and I said, well, where did you see me at? And he mentioned Caney Creek, and I know you know where that's at. Yeah. So, and I was like, oh, that's down a lot farther down from where I was at. And I was like, yeah. oh, all right. He said, well, why should I be up there? I said, I don't know. He said, they don't win tournaments up there. That's what he said. And, you know, and they, they really don't. But, yeah. You know, when you, here's what we do around my house. This is my strength. I know for a fact, and I tell everybody this, I cannot flip better than Tommy Biffle. I can't flip better than Greg Hackney. I can't go out and crank better than Mike Iaconelli. You know what I'm saying? So for me, if I can separate myself, whether it's running 70 miles or going way in the back of a creek, somehow that's how I fish or try to. Yeah. So, uh, but that was the deal for me, just separating myself. Yeah. See, so, sometimes that messes with me the other way because I'm like, you don't see anybody else around. You're like, I'm on a stupid pattern. There's nobody else here. Right. right. <laughs> it can mess with you the it, other way. Yeah. 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 I, I do that a lot, too. I'll be sitting there fishing. I'm like, what am I doing? There ain't nobody doing this. I'm not going to yeah. be doing this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, now, real quick, too, I know you've said this a million interviews already, but we got a lot of people listening and watching tonight. Give us give us the one key bait for you, uh, weight size, line size, and, and bait that you threw the, through last week. Um, I'll try to keep it. Sh- it really ain't sh- you know complicated. I caught the first day of the tournament. It was Thursday. There was a shad spawn, and I caught all those that day on a six cents divine swim jig. And I had just a net bait trailer on the back. Yeah. And I caught all them by like 10 o'clock. And I had 20 pounds, and I was like, dude, I, I said, I don't want to be seen up here. I said, let's just go. I didn't flip any of them. Yeah. And then on Friday, I was running up the river, and there was zero shad spawn. I don't know what happened, but nothing. I had two swim jig bites, and they may have been gar. I don't know. So, and at 10.30... I didn't have a bass, dude. Wow. And I'm, I'm sitting there, and, you know, I call them demons. And you know exactly what I'm talking about, Mike. Yeah. Uh, they start, you start spinning, mm. you're just like, all right, well, do I need to just go save this tournament? This deal's done. You know, what, what do I go do now? So then I had a few backup areas, and there's boats all over them, and I didn't get no bites. So I said, I know what I need to do. I said, let's go. I ran like 10 miles back up the river, and I pulled out like an ounce and a half with a punch skirt, and I just started flipping. And I pulled up to about three mats, and I didn't get a bite. And finally, this is what kind of turned the tournament for me. I flipped over into a mat, and it was in about eight foot. And I, it didn't go through. I mean, you know what I'm about to say. It oh, didn't yeah. go through. I'm sitting there shaking it, trying to go through, and the mat just went I went, oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I flipped back in there, and it went through, and 
I stuck her for a minute, and it was a big one. It was probably a five pounder, and she come off, and I went, I don't care if she come off. We just figured something out. So uh, that's what I did. Rest her. I just flipped them all up. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's all. Yeah, that's, that's awesome how that happens like that. To be a, to to lose a fish like that, yeah. you know, people think you can't win a tournament and and lose fish, yeah. but but you, yeah, I've heard so many people say it, especially Kevin has said that before. I've heard him or you know, you lost the fish, but it told you how to get the bites. Yeah, yeah, you used it as an indicator how the, right. how the right, fish rest right, the tournament. Right. Yep. That's awesome. Well, I, I tell you, the big thing that hits me, and I, I want you to talk about this a little bit. You know, to to win an event is a tough thing. I don't care if it's a federation or an open or an elite it's a tough thing uh but but to come out on top against the veterans that you did you know right. uh, above kevin all that pressure mark menendez i mean the, you know mark davis like these guys that are the true hammerheads mm-hmm. in the sport that means a lot but this has to mean a lot this early in your professional career. You've been doing it a long time. You're 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 a, you're a college guy. You're one of these success stories like the Lee brothers that came through the college ranks. You worked hard through the opens. You, you got a little notoriety there. But this is an elite win. This means a lot to you. T- tell me a little bit about financially, from the recognition standpoint. This is a big win for you. No doubt. Um, and man, I, I gotta start by saying, you know, a, a lot of guys they 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 start out and and you know you want to work your way up and and like like you said, you fish all these tournaments. I'm only 26, but uh, you know I, I was fortunate. I qualified my first year in the elites, you know, in the opens. And you kind of go into these things, you're 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 nervous because there's so much on the line. You know, you put. <clears throat> Your education, everything on you know on the line, and uh, getting a win like this early on, I thought eventually I was like, hey, I'm gonna get me, I'm gonna get me one of the blue trophies. But you know, early on like this financially is the biggest deal for me because I don't have a lot of sponsors, you know, and and uh, that's just part of it. When you're fresh, you know, straight out of college like like I am. It's just hard to get out there and, uh, and promote yourself. Nobody really knows you, you know. So, well, yeah, it, it was a big deal for sure. Yeah. Did that that canceled day? Did that help you or did that hurt you? Did that build pressure or did that let you collect yourself? That day was, I don't know. That was one of the days where I'm sitting there and I'm like. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what this weather's going to do to them. I said, is it going to flood the whole river? I ain't got a clue. So uh, I said, I just sat there. I was sitting there with my brother and my family, and I didn't really think about fishing. I just kind of rested a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, But it was definitely a stressful day because I knew I had a good lead, and I said, dude, I'm just ready to get it. I'm ready to fish. Yeah. And uh, I, I just... I just chilled out and got some rest. Yeah. Well, I, I tell you, you're definitely, you know, there, there's a lot of our viewers and listeners that are college guys. They're, um, you know, they're guys that aspire to, to do what you did, and, and and that's amazing. Jump back for me, and, and you know, if I would love for you to talk about this, but if you don't want to, it's fine. Talk a little bit about... You, you know, so here you are now. You won an elite. You've got that trophy. You've got the check. Things are great. Right. But at the start of the season, 
at the oh, very right. beginning this year. I want you to, t- if, if you want to, I want you to talk a little about it. Right. Talk about the reality mm-hmm. of, you know, the pressures of f- the financial side of making it because you're a regular dude. You know, you're you're not you you don't you don't come from money. You don't have a you don't have a freaking a, you know bank a Swiss bank account somewhere. You're you're yeah. a working class guy, and it was tough in the beginning of the season. You had some weird weird stuff happen. Do you want to talk yeah, a little that, bit about that? That was uh, you know, I'm just gonna touch base on that just a little bit. I try to put all that in the back of my mind, um, but. You know, very, I guess you would say, blunt or whatever you want to call it. Um, I had a sponsorship. It fell through on really crazy circumstances, and uh, I'm sure the whole fishing industry kind of heard about it. And, and it really, uh, it really tied, tied. It really put me in a bind, to be honest. Yeah. You know, I, I'm sitting there a month before the first Elite Series tournament. And I had five months tied up in this whole business deal. And uh, so I'm thinking, oh, man, I'm starting out good. I've got a title sponsor. Everything's going to be good. Everything's rolling like I want it to. And this crazy instance happened. And I I don't really want to talk about it much, just out of respect for the families and stuff like that. But uh, something, you know, it went crazy happened, and that deal went very far south. Right. And uh, I keep everything relative. My situation is nothing compared to what happened. But, um, you know, that that right there I kind of put in the back of my mind, and I'm sure the whole fishing industry kind of heard about it. And I, I really try not to talk about it much just because it's it's such a big deal. But, um, but. You know, on the other side of things, I did have a lot riding on that whole situation. Um, I'm, I'm about to get my truck wrapped. I'm about to get my boat wrapped. I, you know, not necessarily turned down other sponsors, but I've told them, hey, I'm tied up for the year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, anyway, I had a month to figure out, hey, i got to get my entries paid. I'm not even going to be able to do this this wow. year. Wow. Yeah. So, on, on top of all that that happened, we go and we fish, and in my fourth tournament, man, I was blessed to win this, win the event. I can't, I can't complain, you know. Yeah. Did do you think that extra pressure drove you more to to work harder? Absolutely, because, and man, this is the reality of it. And I, and like right now, you don't really hear this from a lot of guys, and and you 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 know exactly where I come from, Mike, because. Uh, Dude, I, I sent out emails. I sent out. I made phone calls. Um, I did everything that I could possibly to try to get some help, and I wouldn't get any responses and stuff like that. And I said, "Well, that's fine. We'll just uh, we're just gonna catch them, and we'll be all right." So um, it, it panned out that way. But yeah. yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully we can keep it going the rest of the year. Yeah, well, I I, I think you will. And you know, for, again, for me, it's very similar. You know, my my rookie year, I ended up winning the second event ever fish. And I can tell you from from a financial standpoint, from like it's like mm-hmm. a it's like a ah, uh, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like it's like a monkey yes. off your back. It, it's yeah, going it's going to help you. It really is. It, you're, you're gonna right. you're gonna fish better now. You know, I I believe right. that. Hey, I really do. Hey Dustin, this is Dave. Congratulations. 
Hey, I appreciate it, buddy. Thank uh, you. My pleasure. I got a question. So we had we had Jacob Wheeler on the show, and there was a big dust up in regards to him getting in another angler's boat and proceeding to win the tournament. Now yeah. you happen to be that angler that whose boat he shared. Did you get any grief from That's anybody right. for that? Do what? Did anybody give you any grief for that? Or did he get it well, all? Well, the only the only grief that I caught from it was everybody was asking. They was like, "Man, uh, you know, my guy. I mean, uh, uh, Jacob Wheeler just came and took over your boat, didn't didn't he?" And I was like, "I said no, I wasn't nothing like that. You know, Jacob's a, a friend of mine. I met him about a year and a half ago, and." We ran, you know, he he called me, and I didn't answer the phone, and he ran up to my boat. I'm sitting out there fishing, and I done lost two or three that morning. I was aggravated. And he said, dude, dude, my trolling motor's out. I ain't got no power. And I, he said, can I finish out my day with you? I said, yeah, come on. So we fished, like, two or three of my places, and then we fished one or two of his places. And we're just sitting there swapping out the trolling motor. I was like, dude, you go ahead and drop. This is your place. You know where to go drop at, and uh it, it wasn't a really big deal i actually hooked up with two good fish on the boat with him and he was using like three pound line and i broke off with him and i was like what size line are you using? <laughs> <laughs> so he was, like seriously he was using like four and six pound line i was like dude i got eight and ten pound line i ain't breaking mine off now, were you so, aware of that rule or do you think he was pulling your leg when he said he could get in the boat with you no he uh I asked him, I said, dude, is this even legal? I said, this ain't no team tournament. <laughs> I said, have you called Trip Webbing? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I swear it's good. I said, dude, are you kidding? And he was like, no, no, we, we can do this. I said, well, as long as as long as Trip Weldon's fine with it, I'm fine. I don't cool. care. Let's go. So it, good was, man. it was all good, I guess. Nice. Yeah, that, that that was an interesting situation, you know. <laughs> it, it, it's it's tough because I try to put myself in that same position, you know, and it's it's a tough call on what on what to do, you know. You want to help the guy out, right? But then you think about how does that affect the rest of my day? How does that affect my decision making the rest of the day? So right. that that must have been a you know must have been a tough call, you know. Well, Dustin, Ike and Ellie had the same problem. You see, like Jake called you, you know, you helped, you know, you helped him out. Like and Ellie tried to wave down Skeet Reese, and he drove right by him on yeah. pad, man. He drove right by me on pad. Yeah, and he gave me the finger, too, which was interesting. He said, you ain't getting in my boat. <laughs> yeah. Did Jake cut you in on some of them winnings? Everybody has asked me that. And I, I told him, I said, man, I, everybody's been texting me asking me, hey, man, did you, did you give me a cut of that? But uh, you know, and he told me he said, "Hey, buddy, I got you rest of the year. If 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 you need some help in practice and you ain't hitting on nothing, he said, I, if I got somewhere, I'm gonna help you out." And actually, on uh, at Okeechobee, um, after day two or before the weigh-in on day two, he uh, he said, "Hey, man, I had a couple big bites in these areas. You know, maybe go try them if you need them." And I, Later in the day, I think I caught one key fish back there. I caught like a four-pounder, so it actually did help me out, and I got paid in that tournament. Right, yeah. so basically he gave you, I'll call you tomorrow line, and never called you again. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, I, I got to tell you, man, I, it was, 
you know, again, that was an impressive victory. Uh, you know, being in that tournament and experiencing the tough conditions and the weather. Holy crap, the weather. Oh my what, God. Yeah, what, what, what a great win. And I, you know, looking back on some of the wins that I've had, the ones that, you know, you battle for under tough conditions mm-hmm. are so much more meaningful. You know what I mean? And I, and I know this. You're going to remember this one forever, for sure. You know? And, and, and speaking of that weather, dude, I'm just telling you right now, I know, you know, y'all seen everything out there. But I got out in the middle of that lake <laughs> after, on Friday. Yeah. And, and I'm running. I'm trying to run these poles out there with the marker buoys. And, dude, I filled up my boat. I made a big mistake, and I learned it. So I'm, I'm going about 15 mile an hour, and I'm crashing into these waves. I mean, there's six footers out there. So you can't run fast at all, and I'm, I'm worried because I got another 17 pounds in the live well. And I was like, dude, I need to make sure them live wells are full. I said, I don't want to drain the live wells out, you know, going up down these waves. So uh, I set the boat down, and when I did, dude, I dredged into, like, three big waves, and it filled up the bottom of my boat. Yeah, it, man. It, it was up to my seats in water, and my uh, my marshal was like, dude, we're going to sink. We're going to sink. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, we're good. I'm going to turn this village pump on, and we're going to get out of the hole. We'll be all right. But I ruined my phone. My column rights, everything. So yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it was the it water, was the water never bothers nasty. me when that happens. It's all of your shit that's just floating. That's, yeah, you, you know, know what I mean. Like all around. your shit's just floating around, and it's. Yeah. That's, I don't know. It's weird, right? It is weird. Yeah. Yeah. It is weird. Yeah, you see stuff floating by that you don't remember you had. Yeah, your sunglass case. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know right, what I mean. Right. Yeah, sunglass <laughs> case, pack of cigarettes you don't even smoke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, man, I, I got to tell you, thanks for joining us. Impressive win. I'm so happy for you. Impressive man. career. Yeah. Two, Short career. Two wins. Two wins. Already. They're already writing them off. I appreciate it. I know. It's amazing. It's, it's crazy. But uh, we appreciate you coming on the show. And I'm going to see you in like uh, in less than a week. So we'll, we'll see That's it. Right. We'll see it, Rayburn. Good luck the rest of the season. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. Good job, appreciate buddy. it, Dustin. Man. Impressive win, dude. Yeah, Impressive man. Win. That was that was huge. A lot of pressure. Had a cancellation day. Yeah. So I don't know if that would spin me out or it would relax me well, I think to it get would, a day it, off. It would have spun me out because, listen to me, he's fishing up the river yeah. further than anybody's fishing. Mm-hmm. They get like six to eight inches of rain during oh, the cancellation yeah. day. Dude, oh, yeah. That's, in my in my view. Area's toast. Toast. Turns the chocolate nope. milk, you're screwed. Right. But he, he stayed the course and, and he did it. Wow. You know? That's By impressive. Two pounds. By two pounds, which is you know it's not a lot, but it's it's a good good victory. Yeah, with all those guys breathing down your neck, yeah, that that, that was strong, strong win. Okay, uh, Brian the Carpenter, Michael we've Iconelli. got uh, say again. I said Mike Iaconelli. Uh, how you doing? Uh, I think I think we're you want to take one more quick break, and then we're going to go to Johnny McCombs, and we're going to call the show. Uh, look forward to this next interview. Does that sound good to you? Did you uh, did you take by chance take a look at any of this? No, I didn't. <laughs> any of the seven pages of notes? No. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no, it's what, what miss? A lot of... Everybody's got to leave at eleven o'clock, and it's twenty of eleven. I, all right. So what do you want to do? Well, who else has got to leave at eleven? <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'll call Johnny. Okay. <laughs> no, nah, stay, stay on. No break, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta pay. Okay. Break it is. Okay. <laughs> I got to pay. I mean, what do you want me to do? What are you going to do? You want to piss myself? I think the mics are still on. <laughs> 